Hey y'all, welcome back to Room 66. Before we get into today's story, I would just like to remind you all that we've started a Patreon. So if you enjoy our content and you would like to see exclusive content not found on any other platform, I recommend clicking the link in our description and becoming a member. Now, today's story is about how dangerous Ubers can truly be, especially when you're intoxicated. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your stay in room 66. I had just got promoted to my old boss Jeff's position, who was sadly let go a week prior due to some behavioral problems he had with a fellow employee. So my best friend Stacy suggested we go to dinner and the bar to celebrate. She picked me up from my apartment complex and we ended up grabbing some food on the way to the bar. We had a few whiskey and cokes and I was starting to feel the buzz creep up on me from drinking and all the blood pumping from the dancing all night long. Around 11 o'clock, Stacy received a call from the local hospital saying her boyfriend John was in a minor motorcycle accident and he was banged up but fine and needed a ride home from the hospital. Stacy asked me if I wanted to tag along and get dropped off at home after we picked up John. But after the whiskey and filled with energy from getting a promotion, I had always thought after, I decided to stay. I told Stacy, no, it's fine, I'll just grab an Uber. I remember thinking back when Stacy asked me again, are you sure? I have no problem taking you home. I should have just got inside her damn car, but I didn't. I was young and I felt like I deserved a little fun after the long hours at work I put in for this position. I watched Stacy leave the bar driveway. I finished my joint in the bar's parking lot and put it out in the ashtray and walked back inside the bar. I ordered a few more whiskey and cokes throughout the night and around 1am I put in an order with the Uber for a pickup and then threw my phone back into my purse. It took around 20 minutes for the driver to actually show up but while I was waiting for my ride I could feel the whiskey creeping in even more to where I felt the spins coming along. I sat against the bar's wall and must have dozed off because I woke up suddenly to a horn being honked. It was my driver. I got in the vehicle quickly and really sloppily from being so trashed. I apologized to the driver and was replied with a, it happens. We had another 20 minute drive from downtown to my apartment complex in the suburbs. I felt the spins happening while I was in the back seat. I had to vomit, but I couldn't just throw up in someone's car. I decided to close my eyes and pray it would go away. While closing my eyes, I must have fallen asleep. I woke up to a splash of water hitting my face. Where the fuck am I? I thought to myself as I panicked. I was tied, from the feet up to my hands behind my back. Please, let me go! As I said that, I took a jab right to the face. This man just kept repeatedly punching me until I could feel my gums starting to bleed. You had to do it, huh, bitch, the man spoke. 
Bitching enough finally got you my job like you always wanted, huh? Wait, what? I said. Jeff, is that you? Please, let me go if that's you, Jeff. I'm sorry, but it wasn't me. I'll quit today, but please, please let me go. I won't say a word to anyone ever about this. It's too late now, he said. I have to finish what I started. Jeff walked out of the room and shut the door behind him. What the hell was I going to do? How could I talk myself out of this? I was convinced this was it, the end of the road. I'm going to die by some ex-employee psycho who was convinced I was after his job. I was locked in a room hogtied for two days. I could only tell time by the light that shined and dimmed away through a small window at the top of the wall, which was so small I'd be lucky to even fit my hand through it. I was hungry, but mostly just thirsty from binge drinking days prior. The door unlocks and opens. Jeff, please. I really have to pee, and I don't want to pee myself again all over this rug. Can I please use a bathroom? Jeff at first denied, and then let me have a full force punch to the face. I started bleeding from the mouth profusely. Jeff took a few steps back and laughed. Then he said that maybe I did need a bathroom break to wash up. I'm going to untie you. You're going to use that restroom while I stand behind the door. So if you even think about trying to jump out that window that's in there, I'll cut your stay here with me a lot shorter. And if you get any more of that blood on my rug, I'll really make you fucking bleed. You got that? I nodded while holding my mouth from the dripping blood, making sure not to get any more of it on the rug that I already had. I walked into this small, narrow bathroom with a tub to my right and that big window that he talked about. I ran the sink water, quietly locked the door, and flushed the toilet a few times as I wedged my hand to get this old, rusty window up from being stuck. I had to hit it hard to get it to give, but I knew he would hear, and that's when I noticed the industrial pole laying in the tub. I hit the window one time really hard. Bam! I got it open. I raised the window up. I jumped into the bathtub and closed the curtain. Jeff breaks the door open and runs to the open window. I quietly crept out of the bathtub while Jeff's head is still hanging out of the window looking for me. I hit Jeff over the head and hear his body flop onto the floor. Now I've seen my fair share of horror movies, and I always got upset when people never finished the bad guys off when they had the chance. So you know what I did? I smashed Jeff's head in with that pole, till I knew this horror movie was over. I did it because I was scared. I feared at some point as I got away, Jeff would manage to wake up and get another shot at taking my life away. I ran to the window, but I noticed it was too high of a drop, so I proceeded down the hallway to the stairs into the main door. It was locked with five different locks and a key lock that I didn't have the key to, which meant I had to go upstairs and check Jeff's body for the keys. I went upstairs to the bathroom and my heart absolutely almost stopped when I saw that Jeff's body was no longer laying on the bathroom floor. All that laid there was a pile of blood. I think being scared and the adrenaline running through me, I decided to say fuck it and go out the window. I jumped down the second story window 
and jumped into a truck below to make my way to the field. I ran, and I didn't stop running. I would occasionally look behind my shoulder to see if he was after me somehow. I had no idea where I was. All I could see were trees and fields of grass which assured me that I was no longer in my city and that I was somewhere far, far away. I managed to wave a big rig truck driver down and explain what happened. Luckily, he was trying to find his way back to the highway, which is how he came across me. I was dropped off in the nearest town and went to the sheriff's building. After explaining everything, they sent me to the hospital for my lip. I managed to charge my phone for a few minutes to call Stacy and explain everything that happened. Stacy said that she'd been trying to get a hold of me for days and returned to the bar later because the phone call she got about her husband being hurt in an accident was just a prank. We wondered if it was Jeff that made the call to Stacy's phone just to get us separated. Well, if that was his plan, it worked. I looked up the Uber driver's information to give to the detective. Nothing. No profile picture, and as far as the Uber application, the person who picked me up didn't even exist. I checked my bank account, and there was no money taken from Uber whatsoever. A few weeks passed, and they had no new updates on where Jeff was. I started to forget about Jeff, and that he was out there somewhere. I never touched the Uber app since then, until earlier today. I got a phone notification while I was at home from Uber saying, your ride has arrived, from Jeff. Well, that's all the time we have left for tonight. If you enjoyed your stay with us at Room 66, please subscribe to stay longer, and don't forget to hit that like button and turn on the notification bell to get notifications every time we post a video.